Hey, everybody. How's it going? Good to see you. Good morning. How are you this morning? It's good to sort of see everybody, at least in the chat there. Uh, welcome to our second ever live stream uh, church service here in, in Burlington. It's great to be together. And um, and it was really fun being together last week and looking forward to today uh, just to uh, kind of, you know, be together virtually and uh, enjoy this time. So um, if you're here, yeah, go ahead and I'll see some of you already put some uh, some something in the chat, you know, put something uh, there like good morning or let's do this or your favorite emoji, something like that would be awesome. We'll kind of give it give it a second here for everybody to sort of check in. So we got Maria. She's here. Ryan is online. Mackenzie Kafka. Good morning. The, all the Macs are present. Got the Nefs are in the house. And a few others. Actually, we got Shelby and Kayla and Jesse. Uh, they're, 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 uh, they're in the house this morning. Steph. Uh, good morning from the Volkmars and Steph. I really look forward to meeting your, uh, your folks. Good morning. And I know you guys are, are, um, are tuning in from, I guess it's, uh, Florida. So, uh, that's exciting. The Slaters and, uh, Sky. Thanks for coming. The, uh, Grand Scogs. Awesome. And Ryan just sent over an emoji. I don't quite know what that is. <laughs> Steve Neff, the sax, sax emoji. It's amazing. Well, guys, great to be together this morning. And, um, you know, I think uh, this kind of time is just so, uh, so unique for us because we get a chance to just to think about Jesus a little bit more deeply, to consider him. And there's so much power there. There's so much uh, strength there as we connect on a heart level and a roots level with, with him, with God, through him, through his, uh, you know, just remembering all that he did for us and remember how much he's on our side. Remember how much wisdom and strength that he has for us as we um, really walk with him and get to know him better and do life in the way that it was designed to be lived. And um, we find great strength there. So let's pray and then uh, let's uh, let's uh, dig into this communion time together and um, and enjoy what God has for us. OK, let's pray together. Father in heaven, thank you so much for life and breath and everything else. Thanks for this this meetup here online. Uh, thanks for uh, all the blessings that you've given us even this uh, this day. Thanks for a beautiful day here in Vermont. Father, we uh, just ask that you would lead us and guide us, lead our hearts, lead our, our minds, lead our spirits. Father, as we consider uh, Jesus, as we consider your message for us this morning, Father, help us to become more and more like you. Father, help us to build our house more and more uh, solidly and deeply uh, on the rock, Father, so that we can face any storm, any crisis, and uh, find the strength to be like Jesus during the during the the crisis and through the crisis. God, to actually get stronger and to get better. Bless our time in your Word this morning. Send us your Spirit in a powerful way. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, so first of all. I, Sue and I, we just wanted to say thanks. We, you guys, you guys inspire us. Um, the prayer chain on Thursday was awesome. And I really, really appreciate everybody just, uh, uh, engaging with that. And, you know, we had somebody, you know, at every, every point in the prayer chain. And I know for Sue and I, it was just really cool just to get a chance to, to pray with a number of you and, 
just to kind of feel connected to people praying all over the world and, uh, you know, and, and being connected uh, through prayer and through um, our uh, shared <clears throat> our, our shared battle uh, in terms of this virus and the things that we're facing with that. And thanks for engaging. I was really I, I was really uh, uh, kind of tickled by uh, Allie, uh, you know, all the way from New Zealand, signing up for some of the early morning times. And I know it wasn't early morning necessarily for her, Hello, but she was uh, just so uh, she was so uh, in there. Thanks, Allie, for uh, for for being with us in heart and being with us in prayer. And I want to really encourage us just to keep praying for each other, just to keep sharing the, the prayers that we need from one another. Let's really keep each other in mind as we're praying. Um, I know there's lots of concerns. I know there's lots of needs and, and, and really so many of those needs really our prayer is our best, is our best, uh, weapon and our best, um, antidote to really, uh, find the, find the answers and the help that we need as, uh, as, uh, you know, we pray for each other and reach out to God in, in prayer. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, someone mentioned Sue seeing, uh, hearing Sue in the background. She's, uh, she's definitely my, She's definitely my little little fan section over there, little peanut gallery. <laughs> you know, um, too, I just wanted to say thanks so much for, crea- you know, connecting creatively uh, in our groups. Uh, appreciate Steve Neff and Devin helping us to stay connected in our social media. Really appreciate the family group leaders and just all the ways you guys are getting creative, just uh, pulling the pulling the, the, the groups together and just being there for each other and supporting each other and encouraging each other. You know, I've heard so many stories. You know, our daughter, Mackenzie, is a nurse, and so we have so many healthcare professionals in the, the Burlington Church of Christ. And I, I'm just, I'm just uh, amazed. I'm, I'm blown away by just the way that you are serving and giving and really caring. Gosh, in this time where, where we just need help. And, uh, thank you. Thank you so, so much for using your gifts to serve. And certainly the heroes around this time are, are just that. They're people who are taking, using their gifts of, of their, their medical gifts, their uh, encouragement gifts, their gifts of showing mercy, mm-hmm. uh, to really, to really strengthen the people around them, use their gifts to, to lift others up and to serve, serve. Thanks so much for all the first responders. You know, even, even, uh, yesterday we, we went, went up to, um, to the grocery store to do a little bit of shopping and I was kind of struck by, just even that, that, that people are in the store serving us so that we can kind of get through this quarantine well. And I really appreciate, uh, people like Emily who are out there, you know, serving in retail. Um, those who are serving in delivery, the U.S. Postal Service, uh, groceries. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for serving us. Thanks to the parents of young kids who are, who are, you know, really getting through this with their whole heart. And I, I know there's so many challenges there. Thanks so much for the educators and the mm-hmm. teachers. There's such been such a, a, a kind of this sudden load that's been put on you <clears throat> to be able to teach our kids, to be able to teach in the school systems, uh, in the college systems in a way that, that so many are, it's just new for everybody. And I just really appreciate the educators and the teachers really giving it their whole heart. So thank you. Thank you. It's really an inspiration to us. And so I wanted today, maybe we can go ahead and get out our Jesus Leadership Journals. This is mine. And um, we can go ahead and get that out. We're going to go through a, a workout, a Jesus workout on page 122. Um, page 122. 
And it's it's uh, a workout towards the end of the journal. And of course, you can pop around. You can spend, you know, extra days on one or whatever that kind of stands out to you. There's no real way, one way to go through this journal. It's mostly just meant to to really stimulate and invigorate our our discipleship and our walk with God and our training uh, with with Jesus. And so today we're going to go through <clears throat> through this workout on love. And um, and so we're going to go through this workout and then we're going to share a communion together. And um, and I know that will be uh, be meaningful for, for, for all of us. So I, I was remembering the other day. <clears throat> I was remembering the other day about uh, a conversation uh, with a good friend of mine. And um, it was a couple of years ago. And it was a conversation that Sue and I had over lunch. Um, his name is Michitaka. Uh, he's a he's a great friend uh, that I met in Japan, and um, his name is Michitaka Sawamura. And uh, we were out to lunch with he and his wife uh, Hiromi and his daughter uh, Mari. And Mari is was uh, at that time a freshman at Boston University, where I went to college. And we were getting lunch in Kenmore Square. It's that it's that area kind of near Fenway Park. And we were at an Uno's pizzeria there and getting some time together. Yeah. And we were talking. <clears throat> And we were remembering, um, we were remembering uh, just you know our when we first met, and and remembering uh, Michitaka coming to know Christ for the first time in his life, coming to read the Bible for the first time in his life, and um, and so we were talking about the fact that he from the from the time he first started coming out to out to uh, you know Bible talks and church until the time that he was made Jesus Lord, repented of his sins, was baptized into Christ, was only about a month. And we were talking about what, which was really actually very, very uh, fast for, for most who were coming from that background, because most people in Japanese don't speak English. Uh, most of them have no uh, background or understanding of Christianity or of the Bible or of Jesus. And so we were talking about that. And it was kind of an interesting it was really a, it was really a <clears throat> special time for me because, you know, I'd gone to Boston University and uh, studied Japanese. I was terrible at Japanese. In fact, my last semester uh, in studying Japanese in college as a sophomore, I got a D. It was my worst, worst grade ever. So I kind of gave up my dreams of ever going there at that point. <clears throat> but sure enough, you know, after college, I was asked to go to uh, to um Japan to Tokyo to be able to help out, uh, in particular, a couple that became just heroes to me. It was George and Irene Gurganis, and I got a chance to work side by side with them and really develop a deep, deep friendship with them and a deep mentor relationship with them. They were, they're incredible. But, um, so I went there right out of college and, and, um, and really that was a lot of my training in the full-time ministry. It was a lot of my training in leadership. It was a lot of my training in my own faith. And I went through a lot of struggles and a lot of difficult times, a lot of storms in, in, in uh, Japan. But it was one of the highlights was, was one, one day I was at Wasa University and I met this uh, young man. His name was Michitaka, Michitaka Sawamura. And he studied the Bible. And like I just mentioned, he became a Christian uh, pretty quickly and uh, he was uh, eventually, <clears throat> you know, he really dug into his faith. He really took seriously his his uh, his walk with God and his 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 discipleship, his training with Jesus. He he became uh, he was the first uh, Japanese evangelist that was appointed there. Um, 
and uh, at that at that period and um and he really came to have an incredible impact on Japan and on the Far East uh, through his leadership and 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 so anyhow so so it's, it's years later we're meeting for lunch and we're talking about this experience and I asked him the question I said well what was it for you what what enabled you to make that decision so quickly and to get kind of rooted so quickly and he just said it was love mm-hmm. he said it was love and he told me two stories he said he said do you remember that time that we went back to the church building after we had studied about sin and he said and you and i got a chance just to 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 pray together mm-hmm. and he said that was that was the first time i'd ever been open with someone and ever been open with god about these parts of myself that i was ashamed of mm-hmm. and he said i felt love in in that love from you love from god and it and it and it deeply affected me he said there was another time that we got together to pray he said you know we were studying we were, we were hanging out we said hey why don't we get together early tomorrow morning and and pray and so he he's you know we, we got we got together but he was a little bit late to that to that prayer time and, and and a lot of people in japan get up very early to go to work and so this was a really early morning prayer time and so he came to the house where we were praying and he noticed that there was a bunch of shoes in the genkan, in the, in the, in the, you know, near the front door. And he realized, hey, wait a minute, there's a bunch of guys here and they're already here and I'm the one that's late. He came to understand later that we were there to pray with him. We were there to pray for him. And he used that as an example of how he was feeling this love and this support from men and from brothers in his life that he'd never felt before. And it just struck me, you know, that time in Japan struck me with the fact that all human beings long for love. That's right. They long for love from God, from their creator. They long for a love relationship with one another. They long for genuine community. And it's the thing that's crazy because it's the thing that we lose the quickest when we chase after all this other stuff and all this, uh, these other priorities that come our way. And we detach from the love that we need to thrive and the love that, that we need from God to face even into these storms. And so I was reminded of that as I was thinking about, you know, this, this workout and thinking about this communion this morning, because that's our basic need. That's the thing that's going to transform us. That's the thing that's going to give us the depth of strength and power that we need, not only during this crisis, but we need just to thrive in life. And so a lot of our training with Jesus is love training. <clears throat> it's relationship training. And because we don't get that the relationship and love training from our companies, we typically don't get that, you know, relationship and love training from our sports teams. You know, in life, there's not a lot of places to get that. And if we haven't had a family that's provided, you know, that kind of that kind of love, or even if we have, we just we need we need help in this area to become great relationship builders, mm-hmm. not only with one another, but with God. And, and so Jesus really comes along to teach us that. And it's really what we need the most to truly live and to thrive and to flourish. Okay, so let's go to our workout. And I'm just going to read through this, and then we're going to get into the scriptures. And um, I'm going to share about them just a little bit in terms of what I'm getting. So so <clears throat> if you're on page 122, it says at the top, it just says, uh, Week 7, you, the Jesus leader, it's day 3 says love a new command i give you from john 13 34 jesus came to bring us a new command he came to help us in a new way to love one another and then to provide the model and the example for how to do that so um 
uh, I wrote here, love changes everything for good. It creates a revolutionary, upward, positive, healthy cycle for generations to come. Live a life of love and you will succeed emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Your family, your friends and neighbors will be, will be thankful that you did. God is love. First John 4 16. Love is the most excellent way. Love never fails. First Corinthians uh, 12 and 13. To do what you love with those you love for whom you love because of love is true is to truly live. God created us to thrive, to flourish, to prosper in life when we live loved, live in love and live to love. Love can be difficult and produce pain in our lives. And I know a lot of us would say amen to that. Love can be difficult and produce pain in our lives. But the blessings far outweigh the challenges. We make a lot of mistakes when we attempt to love, but love covers over a multitude of sins. First Peter chapter four, verse eight. Love pushes us out of our comfort zone to grow and to help others to grow. Love is Jesus's primary message, his goal, his method and his motivation. Love is Jesus in action in heart, soul, mind and body. Love is revolutionary. So I want us to turn over and just read uh, read through these passages um, starting in Mark chapter 12, Mark chapter 12, because when people would come to Jesus and say, hey, what's the most important thing? What do we really need to pay attention to? He responded quickly. He'd say, well, it's love, loving God and loving, loving uh, our neighbor and loving one another, loving our enemy. Mark chapter 12, verse 28. Let's read that. It says one of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer. He asked him of all the commandments, which is the most important? In verse 29, the most important one answered Jesus is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is it. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Okay, let's look over in Matthew chapter 22. Matthew chapter 22. Starting in verse 34. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. And one of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commands. Amazing. Look over in John chapter 13. John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. Jesus is teaching us again how important this is. You can do a lot of things in your life. You can excel at a lot of things. But the thing you want to excel in the most, the thing that really should be the top priority for for us, again, if we want to thrive in this thing called life, is love. And so Jesus talks about it again in verse 34 of, of John 13. He says, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you're my disciples if you love one another. And Jesus, again, is just putting the emphasis on this ability that humans have that's that's miraculous. That's extraordinary. It's wonderful. It's just like God. We have the ability to fall in love. We have the ability to use our gifts to serve. We have the ability to love and to connect on a heart, soul, mind level that's truly profound and it brings so much meaning 
uh, and so much purpose uh, and so much context to to life, and it enables us to live a, a life uh, richly. Look over in Luke chapter 10. So I didn't put this in in the journal, but this is one of my favorite passages. It's similar. It gives us a little bit of a different angle on what Jesus is saying. So Luke chapter 10 and verse 25. You guys ready for this one? It says, on one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He replied, how do you read it? It's interesting that Jesus kind of puts this back on him and, and, and says, hey, well, and asks him a question. You know, it's one of the things I love about Jesus' leadership is that he asks us questions. He gets us to yeah. search and, uh, and, and to think and doesn't just kind of, kind of give us rote answers. He, he, he gets us to, to, to think about, um, to think about, uh, life and our questions, uh, to him. What's written in the law? He, he replied, how do you read it? And he answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You've answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this, and you will live. I'm always amazed, too, with Jesus' brevity. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go on some long discourse and some long dissertation. He just says, hey, do this. Do this, man. Mm-hmm. Do this, and you're going to live. You're going to flourish. It's interesting because the, the, the teacher of the law came to Jesus kind of asking him more of a question of, of how do I achieve something? How do I earn something? He said, you know, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And I think that's a lot of times how we approach life. We're talking, we're looking at life as a performance. We're looking at life as, as achieving and accumulating and accomplishing and doing enough to achieve something. Whereas Jesus looks at life as the ability and the, uh, the, the wherewithal and the strength to live. And to thrive and to blossom and to be fruitful and to multiply. And so it's not about accomplishing as much as it is about living mm. and, and thriving. And so he, he redirects this teacher of the law's question and he asks him to think about it a little bit. And then he just says, yeah, it's simple. It really is simple. It's not easy. It's simple, though. He says, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Do this, and you will live. Wow. You know, one of the things I'm challenged by myself in this time is I'm getting more and more of my reliance, aware of my reliance on stuff. Like, for example, the other day, I was thinking about, uh, I, was, I was trying to really have a great time of prayer. And so I, I said, hey, I'm just going to turn off my phone to get a little bit of, just to, just to get a little bit of a buff between me and my phone. And God. So I turned off my phone and I'm thinking and praying and I got this idea in my head. And, and before I knew it, literally I was like two minutes into my prayer. Before I knew it, I was looking up on my phone the answer to a question that I had about building a relationship with God. And I was just kind of convicted because here I am relying on the phone to give me answers about God rather than just talking to God about God. And so anyway, I was just thinking, boy, I'm so reliant on this thing. And yet the day was beautiful. I was looking out at, at, at things that God had created and I just, it, I was convicted. I was, I, because I rely on stuff so much more than the God who really wants to love me and be in life with me. Great. You know, um, I read, I read, a, um, uh, an article this morning. That said, that talked about in this one state in India, 
that uh, there, one person has died of the coronavirus and seven have died over the past week of suicide because of a ban on alcohol because of the of the uh, quarantine. Mm-hmm. And the article was talking about what's really what, you know, what is really our enemy or what is what is really the thing that's that's getting us. Yeah. And I was struck, you know, this coronavirus. Yeah, it's a threat. And yeah, it's a challenge. But for these. So one person has died of that. Seven have died of suicide because of the ban on alcohol. And it really, I think, exposes a lot this kind of. This kind of challenge, this crisis exposes a lot what we rely on. And Jesus himself said the storms test our foundation. The storms test our foundation. They test our roots. What is our house built on? Mm -hmm. What are we relying on? What are we looking to for strength? What are we looking to for power? Look over at two more pastors. Look over in in the book of Ephesians. The book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter three. Listen to this prayer that Paul has for the Ephesians. And he starts in verse 16. He says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, I mean, God's storehouse of riches is is literally uncountable. It's vast. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Listen to this. And I pray that you being rooted and established, rooted and foundationed in love may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Wow. That's a love rooted Life. That's a love inspired, a love fueled life that God is really trying to, uh, to help us with. So over in uh, the bottom part of the, of the workout, mm-hmm. on the right page, page 123, there's a passage from 1st John chapter 4 and verse 16. And it says this, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. And whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Mm-hmm. So here's the charge mm-hmm. is to look at Jesus and to engage with Jesus, to learn afresh, to learn in a new way mm-hmm. every single day how to love and how much God loves us and how much we can rely on God's love. And it's far richer it's far more generous than anything else out there. And that that's where we can literally put our foundation. That's where we can put our roots. And that's where we will flourish. That's where humans were meant to flourish and to thrive and to prosper. And let's just learn from Jesus. You know, in Ephesians 5, it says, you know, it talks about in verses 1 and 2, it says, And live a life of love, just as Christ laid, loved us and laid his life down for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. As we take the communion, let's remember Jesus' love for us. Let's remember that we are dearly loved kids. We are dearly loved. God loves us more than he can even express. And he loves us deeply, and he wants us to respond to his love because He's got there's so much there for us. Mm-hmm. Whoever lives in love, lives in God, and God in them. Wow.
that is power. That is strength. That is nourishment for our soul. Let's remember that as we think about Jesus uh, living for us, dying for us, raising from the dead. As we take the bread and remember his body, as we take the juice and remember his blood. I'm going to step over here and Sue and I are going to share the communion. And I'll be uh, back in a moment uh, to, to close things out. Let's pray together just uh, just for a moment uh, as as we think about the communion together. Let's think about Jesus together. God, thank you so, so much for your love. God, it's vast. And God, it's incredible to us that you want us to know how long and wide and high and deep is the love that you have for us, the love that's in Christ. Father, help us to grasp it. And help us even as we go through this challenge, this crisis, Father, for us to reach out even more deeply, even more honestly, more authentically to you than we ever have, because we need you so much. Thanks you for Jesus who shows us the way. We pray in his name. Amen. Well, again, it's really, really special just to be together and uh, even in this kind of unique, kind of creative way and um, really, really appreciate you guys. One of the things I really want to express is that um, is that you're not alone and I'm not alone. If if you're feeling lonely or if you're feeling troubled, if you're feeling challenged um, in this time, please do not hesitate to make a phone call. We are in this together. We got each other's backs and I think, you know, it's important for us to remember that God is always there. God has our backs. God loves us so, so much. He, he is there for us and he is, he promises to strengthen us and to love us and help us as we reach out to him. So, so if you're feeling alone or if you're feeling kind of out of sorts and you just need some support and you just need some love, then please don't hesitate to call, to call up a, a friend, to call up one of us. Call up your family and certainly to call up God in, mm. in his spirit and uh, to get the encouragement and help that you need. So uh, so great to be together. It's really cool just looking up here at the, 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 
the uh, the chat and just to see everybody here. Hey, Karen and Rich from Boston. You guys are awesome. <laughs> the best friends from Boston. Thanks for tuning in. You guys are amazing. We miss you. Thanks for others who've expressed, you know, over this past week, too, that they kind of were secretly uh, tuned in. And uh, it really, really means a lot to us. Thank you. So I just want to kind of go through a couple of things here and then we're going to um, go ahead and close it out and then go and have a have a great Sunday. So um, at this time in our service, typically we'd uh, we'd collect our contribution, kind of go through our announcements. Um, uh, really want to encourage everybody, um, if you're not already signed up, to go ahead and sign up with Tithely if you if you can. If you can't, then go ahead and um, connect with uh, Zach uh, or Ryan or Peter. Probably Zach's the best person to connect with that you could maybe um, bring a check over to his house or, you know, if that's, if that's um, the way that, uh, that you give your contribution or you could mail it uh, to, to Zach. And so, um, but if you could reach out to Zach, um, if you have that need, that would be great. And we can uh, do a great job in our contribution. And then finally with the announcements, uh, I will get out a weekly email uh, tonight. And, uh, and so we'll have that to, to kind of go through those, the announcements, please uh, just kind of, you know, read through that and, um, get connected with all the different things that are happening. And then the other thing that the main thing that we wanted to announce uh, for this week is that we're going to have, uh, we're going to attempt to have a zoom uh, virtual midweek on Wednesday night. And we're going to take a little bit deeper dive into training one another as leaders. I'll tell you, this generation needs Jesus leaders so bad. And there's so many ways that we can engage with that. And, and God has really called all of us to lead in our own special way. And so we're going to have a Zoom uh, virtual midweek on Wednesday. And Devin's going to help us with that. We'll get out some details. It's going to be some some 7 30, like 730 to 8.30. We're thinking about some things like uh, a 30-second talent show. Oh, so if you've got like a talent that you could – that you could, uh, you know, display in 30 seconds or less. We want to have some fun with that, some fun with some other things. And so we're going to give it a try, see how it goes. And, and so it'll, I, I think it'll be like maybe like, uh, you know, all of us on a screen. And I think we're going to try and break into some virtual kind of smaller groups, discussion groups uh, afterwards. So, so we'll get out some instructions on that, get out some help with that. But um, anyhow, that's going to be fun. And uh, so Ryan says here, uh, he can't wait to hug us all. I guess that's virtually. And um, we've got Lane. I miss loving up on everybody. Peter Leap, awesome. And uh, and Steve says Brenda wants to hear more from Sue. I'm coming. I'm coming Wednesday. <laughs> no, I think she wants to hear you more in the background. Oh, okay. or, or whatever. I'm not quite sure, but. Um, Anyway, it's really fun reading through these different notes. Um, hey, so we'll get that. We'll get the word out on that. And uh, guys, you're amazing. Uh, we love you. Thanks for tuning in. Let's be let's be empowered by uh, the scriptures that we read this morning, and let's really take on that uh, challenge to uh, to engage and connect and love more and more mm-hmm. as we go through this challenge love together. It. We love you guys. Have a great Sunday. You're awesome. You're awesome. Bye-bye. I know. I'm afraid to be loud here.